Hi, everyone. I'm Amy Cello. Welcome to another episode of the Bottom Left Drawer Podcast, where we endeavor to get our ducks in a row so we're good to go. Okay, so over the weekend, it was National Healthcare Decisions Day. It was also National Eggs Benedict Day, which does um, get my attention, but I found National Healthcare Decisions Day much more compelling. And I want to talk about that today. So this day, it's a lot of words to say a lot of times. They've shortened it to NHDD, National Healthcare Decisions Day. It was founded in 2008 by Nathan, I believe it's pronounced Cotcamp, a Virginia-based healthcare lawyer, and he founded it to provide clear, concise, and consistent information on healthcare decision-making to both the public and providers and facilities. And he wanted to do this through the widespread availability, yes, I'm reading, um, widespread availability and dissemination of simple, free, and uniform tools to guide the process. So we might find ourselves in need of making decisions about our health care, but be incapacitated or too sick to do so. And research shows three out of four of us will find ourselves in this situation. Three out of four. This day, this NHDD day, is set aside to help us take care of these potential situations ahead of time. And this is where an, an advanced directive comes in. An advanced directive, sometimes called a living will, is a written document that tells your healthcare providers who should speak for you and what medical decisions they should make if you become unable to speak for yourself. This information is important if you become unconscious or otherwise too sick to make these decisions. To make these decisions or to make your wishes known. So one in three of us one in three adults completes any type of advanced directive for end-of-life care. That means two out of three of us have not. And so what happens if we don't have an advanced care directive? In, in, it varies between states, but if you become unable to make your own health care decisions and you don't have an advanced directive, your health care provider, providers will turn to your family turn to your family members to make these decisions decisions for you. And typically, there are laws that establish a specific order of priority. So depending on the state, it may be your parents, it may be your spouse or your partner, it may be your kids or your siblings. There's some kind of a hierarchy for each state that dictates this. But the bottom line is that it is not you who decides who will make those decisions unless you have created an advanced directive. So we have the choice. In fact, we do, we make the choice by doing nothing. We've decided to let the state determine who can make your decisions. So we have options and we can decide, do we want one? Do we want an advanced directive? Do we want to decide? Do we want to communicate that? Or do we not want to? And some people, obviously a lot of people, Choose not to. And if you do have an advanced care directive, do you, do you know where it is? And have you told 
the people that need to know where it is, where it is. And if you do want to do one, it's relatively easy to do. There are, there are forms online. You can, you can Google for your state the advanced directive form. There are, there are also a number of other options online, five wishes, and I'll link in the show notes to that. They, all, they have an advanced directive. And then you can do so through the help of an attorney. Just a reminder, I am not an attorney, but you can do this through the help of an attorney. So think about your options. Think about what you want to do. If you've already done it, maybe review it, update it if needed. Make sure the people that you want to know, that need to know about it, they know where it is. And as always, be prepared and live well. Until next time.